Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. You guys, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. It is me, Troy McGeady. With Kelly Williams. And I'm very excited about today's episode. I'm going to be leading this one. Um, We're doing a fun little housewives kiki today. And I know that Kelly has some stuff that she wanted to bring up before, some things happening in pop culture. Um, Hi, hi. How are you? I'm good, Troy. I'm going to break your heart real quick. Uh, I saw something. It made me think of you immediately. Okay. The One Direction Twitter is no longer verified. Wait, what? Why? They unverified it. I don't know. But when I saw it, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, they heard the Patreon. (gasps) It's like only unverified for us. (laughs) (laughs) But right when I saw it, I thought of you and I wanted to tell you. I I hope I'm the first person to tell you. You are. Oh my God, that's crazy. Does that, so is that like a, we're definitively never getting back together kind of thing, you think? I mean, I think so. Even like NSYNC has a Twitter that's verified, you know? Yeah. And like Destiny's Child just updated their um, Twitter info. They like, remember people went nuts because they thought they were getting back together because they added a new profile picture. It was me. I was people. (laughs) (laughs) I was people too. (laughs) Panicking. Texting. But yeah, I guess, I guess it's, they're donezo. Wow. That's crazy. Well, they're better off. I I don't think One Direction is one of those, well, I can't speak for everybody, but they just don't strike me as one of those bands that like, if they got back together, I mean, like the hits were there and stuff, but it's not in sync level. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I get that. And I feel like they'd all look miserable. Yeah, it would be really sad. Like they would all be miserable. Zane would be plotting everybody's death. swatting people's hands away from Harry. It'd be a whole thing. So the other pop culture thing I wanted to talk about, and we will be talking about this specific person on our Rotted series that we're doing on Patreon. Scott Disick was apparently in Courtney's ex, Eunice. Is it Eunice? Eunice, yeah. He was in Eunice's DMs talking shit, and people were like, is that real? I'm like, Eunice isn't going to make that up. Like, yeah. So what do you think of all that? And I know you're going to be talking about it on your episode that's out on Friday, but I want to know your thoughts on Courtney and Travis. 
and Scott and Scott does you know just that whole I like Cordy and Travis I like it mm-hmm. I think that even if it's not entire first of all it seems very real to me yeah it seems very I think the reason that I like it is because they're both two people who are like we've had children we've had families we've been through shit we've been through some shit and now they're just like older wiser like they're both in they're you know they're in a relationship where they're both like I don't have to care about what people think like it just feels very familiar and like comfortable I like it I think that they're really cool together mm-hmm. what do no, you think? I like I like them together too I mean there's the part of me that's like we get it you guys fuck we know right yeah you know we get it but right. I think it's weird. I've always thought of Travis Barker as like a calming person in general, even though he used to be like really into drugs and cheating and a mo- and kind of a monster as he said himself. I get that though. I understand what you mean, that energy. Yeah, but there's something about him that's almost like, yeah, I trust you. You can watch my cats. I trust you. Yeah, totally. He just seems very chill. Like it's sort of the same way that I know back in the day, Snoop was like a literal, like, like a, like a murderer basically yeah. but like I just like I look at Snoop and I think like wow you are the most chill like I would trust you to like again yeah watch my cats or something yeah and Courtney I don't follow the Kardashians closely but I'd say she's been my favorite like throughout the years mm-hmm. and I've always thought Scott was trash so I was so happy that like she was with someone age appropriate and like mm. and I hate saying age appropriate because can say like I think really big age gaps whether it's a younger girl and a way older guy or the opposite like just something about that kind of rubs me the wrong way I get it and that's probably because I was 20 dating a 31 year old but (laughs) like there's something I can't pinpoint I hate it right but I'm glad that they're together and she just seems like genuinely happy I don't know yeah they seem very like it just seems like um just like two parents that are like (laughs) you're cool like our kids get along you're cool and and I also like I kind of love that she's like I literally don't care where the fuck we are I don't care if we're in a booth at Applebee's I don't care if we're sitting on a park bench I'm going to straddle you I'm gonna bounce on your dick and (laughs) it's cool like I just think they're really they're really I like it of all of the alt boy pretty girl couples that are really cool right now they're my favorite yeah same I agree with that yeah um but yeah so we're doing a we're doing a housewives episode today and we're just gonna like I found a ridiculously long list of old blind items about the housewives I figured because there's so many housewives and there are so many cities and there are so many blinds and so much drama um I picked New York and New Jersey so we're keeping it regional today and yeah, I figured this could be a fun thing that we revisit every once in a while where we pick another city or a couple cities and talk about drama. Um, now, I know that you don't watch all of the Housewives cities. Which ones do you which ones do you know about? So I have well, I know about a lot of them just because I follow so many Bravo pages. Right. Which I know nothing about Bravo, but I try. Um, I watch Salt Lake City. Okay. I'm excited for that to come back. And then I've watched the last three seasons of New York. And I've seen like the key episodes of New York. Okay. Like Scary Island I've seen and like the the Berkshires and just different clips like that. But 
I'm not, I'm not well-versed in housewives. That's why I'm excited to learn. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, I'll start then. Should we start with New York or do you want to start with Jersey? Do you want to learn first or? Let's, let's start with New York. Cause I'm curious who your favorite New York housewife is. And I mean like favorite, not like favorite hot mess. Right. Right. Like or I guess favorite. they're all kind of hot messes, but do you know what I mean? Right. It's Contro. Who? <laughs> it's controversial. Oh, I was like, that's not a, I was like, Luann? Like, I don't oh, know. Oh, her? Who's Contro? Con- the Countess? You're like, sweetie, it's Countess. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you I know who it's going to be. Say it. Ramona. No, God, no. It's, Ramona's my favorite, like hot mess, fun, weird thing to look at. I can't believe you're a human person. Yeah. Um, I'm unapologetically, I've always been a Bethany head. I like Bethany okay. Frankel. I do. I think that she, Michael Rappaport calls her the Michael Jordan of housewives. And I think it's true. She's a, a very, pro, she's a professional housewife. Like, I just think mm-hmm. she's good at the job. And I do think as much as people, because, you know, every year that I always say, like, the people who watch The Real Housewives think that they're producing the show. Mm-hmm. So everybody thinks that they know the best cast lineup. Everybody thinks that they know who needs to be fired, who needs to stay, who needs to be brought back, who needs to be demoted. Um, you know, this one isn't bringing it, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're all Andy Cohen now, we think. And I always just say, like, I think um, the show is just better when she's on it. Mm-hmm. And even people, I think people who don't like her can even say, like, her seasons are the best seasons of the show. I mean, come on. When yeah. she left the show, it wasn't as good. It's the truth. Mm-hmm. Your your face is telling me that you do not feel the same. <laughs> I guess that like, I I haven't seen enough of Bethany. Okay, okay, okay. So I was just kind of like nodding my head being like, yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't know. Well, okay, yeah. Oh, cause you know, okay. So you know, Monster Bethany. Yeah, so I haven't seen like, I guess the episodes that I have seen with her in it, she's not being like great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I do love like the go to sleep, go to sleep. Like yeah. that's so funny. But my favorite is Dorinda. Oh yeah. Dorinda's great. Yeah. And like, I know she can be mean, but like who can't when you have a liter of alcohol or vodka running through your veins. <laughs> Dorinda's great. She's such an incredible housewife. She's a, uh... Dorinda's such a grounding force on that show. It's like, you know, it's crazy. She came into that show like years into it being on TV. And sometimes this weird thing happens with certain housewives where they come in and you wonder how the fuck did this show exist without this person? How is it possible that I'll go back and watch old seasons and she's not there? It doesn't make sense. She's Mm -hmm. that. I think one of my favorite things about her is that she always feels like she's doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Even if it's absolutely awful, even if she's in Luann's <laughs> face being like, at least I didn't get arrested. You got arrested in her mind. She's like, well, I never got arrested. <laughs> right. Yeah. She always justifies her ins- drunken insanity. Right. And I don't know. It's just, it's funny to watch. You know, I'm sure if I was in the room with her, I wouldn't love it, but through the screen, it's great. She also has a very warm personality. I love, that's my favorite thing about her. I love how warm she is. I don't care if you're the biggest heroin addict in the world. <laughs> I give you a shirt off my back. <laughs> <laughs> she's very warm. Like, she's just, I'm a sucker for, like, a mothering, nurturing kind of gal. Mm-hmm. And I just love the idea of Dorinda swaddling me up in one of the beds in the Berkshires, making sure I'm tucked in so good and tight 
making sure that I have like a glass of wine next to my bed and some water. Just like, I, I love people like her, you know? I mean, if everyone's fighting and you just put your face in a cake with the candles still lit. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's my kind of energy. <laughs> But no, I'm very excited. I'm excited to, you know, learn more. And I know a lot of people love the housewives. So I'm just like here to, I'm here to sit back and relax. Okay. So let me just start by saying that a lot of these blinds, obviously when it comes to the housewives is like their drama plays out so intensely publicly. So it's like a lot of the stuff is stuff that you'll know. I'm not like bringing up stuff that you probably won't know, but it's fun to revisit and it's old vintagey stuff. Like I found some blind items from um, like the Bethany's getting married days, some Bethany and Jason blind items from their engagement, some old like, you know, season one, two, three blind items about Ramona being mean to producers and stuff like just like fun, you know, memory lane, if you will. And then also, oh, we have to talk. So what do you know about New Jersey? I know nothing. Okay. So I know, like, I know Teresa, Mm -hmm. I know that at some point she's flipped a table, (laughs) right? That's all I got. Okay. All right, cool. This will be fun then. Okay. So we'll start with New York. Um, I'm going to start, I'm going to come in hot. I'm going to start with a really fucking, the most shocking blind item that I think I have. I'm going to come in real guns ablaze. This is about Dorinda. Uh Uh-oh. It says... This reality show cast member appears to be all about the drama on her series, but it seems her outlandish TV persona is nothing compared to what goes on when the cameras aren't around. On screen, she doesn't hide her love of alcohol, but it's her love of cocaine that she's not revealing. When she also also claims to be open about her love life, or sorry, while she also claims to be open about her love life, she's not forthcoming about her ongoing affair with the eccentric father of one of the world's most famous music stars. If you were to take a wild guess at the dad. Eccentric father? Uh-huh. Is it fucking like Billy Ray Cyrus? It is Lady Gaga's dad. I was going to say that, but I didn't, I know nothing about him. I couldn't. <laughs> so you know that he owns a restaurant? Mm-hmm. Joanne's. Um, so Dorinda is like a frequenter of Joanne. Could you She's, imagine a conversation with Lady Gaga and Dorinda? Oh, and, and Gaga loves Housewives. She loves the hmm. Housewives. She loves New York Housewives the most. So yeah, there's been this rumor on the internet for a long time that Dorinda was fucking Lady Gaga's dad and cheating on, on John when she was still in a relationship with him, which is like, wild I mean that is crazy that's so I don't know why I thought Billy Ray I thought the dad was famous too that was my issue it was worded weird that they said that the dad it it sounded like the dad was eccentric yeah um so one thing I feel like watching the Real Housewives of New York you can tell when they're rolling you can tell when they're like the way they blink Mm -hmm. and Ramona especially but even like uh, did you watch the last episode of this, like that happened yesterday or two days ago? I'm actually a few behind on this current season. I swear they're all on Molly. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I would really not be surprised. Yeah, New York has a real, they've always had a real party. Like, you know, we do coke so that we can keep drinking kind of element to it. 
And it's weird because it's one of the only cities in the whole franchise that has a really intense drug undertone always. There's always a cocaine undertone. Yeah, especially with Ramona. I notice it the Mm -hmm. most with Ramona, to be honest. But I think it's just because her eyes give it away. And it's been a part of the show too. Like Mm. there have been moments where at reunions and stuff, they've been like, Dorinda's been called out for the fact that she like loves cocaine. And she's like- (laughs) acts like she has no idea what they're talking about um also on heather on heather's podcast this was like a part of the show this year where heather came on and they talked about what she said on her podcast about the girls mm-hmm. or whatever so she talked about on one of their trips on the trip where luann coined her famous be cool don't be all uncool that basically it was just like this crazy drug party like all (laughs) these guys were showing up to get you know to like fuck everybody and like everybody was all fucked up and uh heather opened a bedroom door and she saw (laughs) and she saw sonia morgan on her knees giving this guy head with like a tray of coke next to her on the bed and like there were group sex things and and uh, yeah New York is fucking nuts those girls are crazy it's so insane to think they're all like their 50s and 60s too (laughs) like let's keep going Troy let's that's our route we're gonna gonna get there (laughs) oh my god this podcast will turn into us just being high on cocaine and being manic recording (laughs) yes absolutely Oh, let's go back a little bit. Let's go back to like back in the day. I'm going to tell you some old, some old tea. So you know that Ramona Singer and her, she's now divorced, Mm -hmm. uh, but her ex-husband Mario cheated on her. Yes. Now I know that. Thank you. Okay. Okay, cool. So, (laughs) okay. So Ramona and her husband Mario were like a real staple on the show. They were like a society couple and like everybody knew Ramona and Mario. It had been rumored way back in the day, as far, like, there are blind items as far back as when the show started about Ramona's husband cheating. And there were whispers about it on the show that he was this, like, big cheater, and he's fucking hot. Mario Singer is long. Yes, I've seen pictures. I've seen him on the show. Very good looking. Oh, my God. He's got Kirsten Dunn's teeth, which is my favorite thing. You know what I'm talking about? Those sna- dolphin teeth? The snaggle shark teeth. Ah, uh, like literally. <laughs> Don't get me started. Um, so yeah, there were murmurings about him cheating all the way dating as far back as when the show first started. And Ramona, sometimes it would come up on the show. Ramona would never want to talk about it. She wouldn't engage it. It was like the thing that you know, but you don't talk about. So this mm-hmm. blind is all the way back to 2014. It says, what real housewife husband thinks he's getting away with his current affair? He thinks the woman is wrapped around his finger. She has photos and cell phone videos and his, and his perfect world is about to come crashing down. This is a huge one. The tab, there'll be tabloid covers for weeks. And then one that came out around the same time says, although Mario Singer has not responded to the accusations that the New York Post printed yesterday about his alleged affair with a woman in her early 20s or the naked photos of him she has or the pregnancy or the abortion he ordered her to get yeah it was rumored that she ended up getting pregnant while they were filming the Royal Housewives and oh my god he asked her to get rid of it and what Um, year was this what year are you reading from 
this is like 2013 2014 oh my god no one's yeah. crazy that's like nine years ago I know wow fucking nuts god these women have been in my life for too long <laughs> um it says Ramona Singer did respond yesterday and said the whole thing is lies and that her husband would never cheat on her. Uh-uh. She says that she asked him about it and she said nothing happened and she believes him. I know, I know. I wasn't going to write about this story twice because it's just a house it's just a housewife, but her comments just made me want to write it again. The woman he had an affair with is out there with the and has the photos. She's been sending the photos to her friends. How long do you think it will take before these photos show up somewhere how long do you think it will be before this woman sells her story to the tabloid i think mario might be staying quite hope might be staying quiet hoping he can negotiate a settlement with the woman to keep her mouth shut if she wants money it won't be hard because he can outbid a tabloid offer what he can't give her that the tabloids can is fame and she wants her 15 minutes of tabloid fame um yeah fucking their divorce playing playing out on night like television during the time that it happened was so it just didn't happen like that back in the day like it was just like you know what I mean yeah and you know what's crazy like we talk a lot about celebrities right like we talk about how skeezy they can be and how they can get away with everything but like high society New York has always interested me so much Mm -hmm. because I feel like they get away with more Mm mm-hmm Oh, totally. It's so crazy. Totally. And the crazy thing about the the New York women on this show, as far as like society goes, is like, you know, they're all a little bit older and they have this idea of what it means to be in a successful marriage and like have mm-hmm. a happy life. And it's like, you find some wealthy guy who's willing to take care of you and is willing to like be on your arm on like red carpet events. Like that's their idea of happiness. Yeah. And it's so crazy. Like they're so old school in their way of thinking. Like they just want to get back to that, you know, affluent, affluent level being above people. Like they just want to be part of New York society and that's it. They're all like uh, Rose's mom from the Titanic. Literally. Literally. Literally, <laughs> Ramona's like corseting Avery, like putting her foot on her back and pulling the strings. <laughs> but that's it's that's what it's like. It's like just I don't know. I I would love to try and do some like deep dive on just socialites in New York City. Yeah, and, and well, I have some Tinsley moments and coming up okay. here fairly shortly. Tinsley, yeah. Hinsley, it's so insane how she was, like, mentioned in Gossip Girl, even though most people had no idea who she was. Yeah. But the writers of Gossip Girl were like, she's necessary. Totally. Tinsley Mortimer is so iconic. I don't think people, unless you follow this kind of news, like, Blind Eye to Me, you know, guest of a guest kind of Mm -hmm. stuff, like, I don't think that people understand that Tinsley is, like, seriously really iconic. She has a, yeah, I watched, like, a TikTok on her life, and I was like, fuck. She's done a lot of shit by just being pretty and being photographed. Um, I wish. I wish. Don't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a, a blind from October of 2010. Oh my gosh! This is also about Ramona Singer. This is this is so good. Okay. <laughs> It says, in another example of showing that reality television is not really reality television, 
Ramona Singer punched a producer while filming The Real Housewives of New York City. Now, the punch was real, but what led to the punch, apparently Ramona was filming with Sonia and Alex. At one point, Ramona got upset at the scene that was supposed to be shot. She started going crazy, and according to Us Weekly, Ramona punched a producer. She got herself worked up over filming the scene, and one thing led to another, and she punched the producer, literally. There should not be a scene in a reality television show. We should just call it what it is. It's scripted Jerry Springer. It does not mean I don't enjoy it. I do. I have hours and hours of Jerry Springer still on tape. But think back to the early days of Jerry Springer and how every fight seemed spontaneous. Then as the seasons progressed, the more people had watched the show, the people on the stage knew what they were supposed to do. And that was to yell and scream and fight and make themselves as shocking as possible to keep us, the audience, entertained. And people needed to, to keep upping the bar. Real Housewives is no different. Look at how it started and what it's become. Now, that was 2010. That is like, I mean, if he only knew. If he only knew. And it's wild that you could hit a producer and there keep her on. <laughs> Ramona's been... Ramona is a cockroach. She's been able to survive <laughs> many, many things that should have gotten her fired. Many things. Yeah. I mean, even like on the challenge, if you yell too loud at this point, they're like, nope, you're out. You're threatening people. Yeah. Or like, um, did you, were you ever a bad girls club person? I wasn't. So like in the later seasons of the bad girls club, they literally installed like trap doors in the house that the girls didn't know. <laughs> were trapdoors so instead of having <laughs> so like when they fought like somebody could just come out of the fucking fridge and stop it I don't know why I thought like in the floor and if they were fighting they just pulled it <laughs> <laughs> the person just drops below and nobody knows where they go <laughs> that'll be next in the next couple of years look for that um so yeah that's fun 2010 you got it. I mean, I'm going to not be annoying and be like, you have to watch. You have to watch this. I'm not going to do that. But I will say of all of this, like old New York is probably the best reality TV I've ever seen to the to this day. It's uh, the most engaging, the most funny, best cast, like iconic, just chef's kiss. One day I'll do it. I think my issue is with reality shows, it's not super hard for me to like catch up on who's supposed to be he- who. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm like, why do I need to go back 10 seasons if I already know who these people are like present day? Um, There's so much, they're so different now than they were. I mean, yeah, I, I, I FaceTime my friend Megan every week and we watch it together. She's like, oh, if only you watched it before. I'm like, Stop trying to make before happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> but no, I will. And like, I'm excited to just learn about New Jersey because was that the first? That wasn't the first one, right? The OC was the first OC one. OC was first, yeah. But I feel like New Jersey is like the most iconic one. Or um, has the most iconic moments. The The table flip, I guess. With the like table Teresa. flip, yeah. Yeah, the table flip really changed the game. And plus, like, I guess y- the reason I think you would appreciate it is because like, like, for example, even like with Bethany, like when you go back and watch Bethany create Skinny Girl, it's literally watching the foundation of reality TV business. Like I'm starting yeah. a jewelry line. I'm starting a lip. Like all of that comes basically from, in a sense, it comes from Skinny Girl. Even like is if you think about like the Kardashians and shit and like every reality star who's built like a brand on TV, mm-hmm. 
that was the first time we ever saw it and were so obsessively engaged in it like watching like the label be created and all that shit it was like mind literally at the time mind-bending that makes sense and I think I like New York the most because I'm from Massachusetts and they kind of like remind me of home a little bit yeah it's a different I probably would like New Jersey I'd probably like New Jersey you would love old Jersey Oh, this is a fun, this is a recent one. Actually, this is in 2021. Speaking of Bethany Frankel, this says, what looked like an unshakable professional and personal relationship has gone into the crapper. The late night host slash producer agreed to be on the podcast of the former housewife. He did the show. In between the airing of the episode, the former housewife did an episode of another podcast and wasn't nice. A couple of days later, the late night host did the same podcast. He promised the former housewife he wouldn't do any other podcasts and after doing hers. She was ticked. Huge fight. They are not speaking and she has no plans to air the episode he did for her. That's obviously Bethany Frankel and Andy Cohen. Mm-hmm. Do you have any Andy dirt? Um, or is that like, should that be a whole different episode? It can be a whole episode, but I do have a fun one when we get to Jersey. Okay. okay. About Andy. Because I'm obsessed Andy Cohen is like my other Moby Dick, by the way. So that, okay, we'll have a whole Andy episode because I have questions about him, but we can, we can wait. Yeah, he's, Um, (laughs) Was Bethany one of his favorite housewives of all time, do you think? Uh, Bethany is like. Or is she just like polarizing? No, Bethany is like the housewife for Bravo. Like she's the the housewife that gets special treatment. She's allowed to. Actually, I'll read you a blind about it. Um, It says. The reality star who turned mogul, turned host, turned back to reality star is working. Now, this is back when she was doing like her talk show and stuff. It's like older. Mm-hmm. Um, is working about a quarter of the amount of time the rest of the castmates are working, but getting paid about 10 times their salary. If anyone complains, she holds up her cell phone and says, one call, you'll be fired. <laughs> the power has gone to her head like no other celebrity I've seen in a long time. This is going to end in a fiery explosion of blame and hatred just hope they get it on film the answer why bethany frankel of course and it seems the implosion is already in process also rumors are swirling that producers feel it was a complete waste of time to bring her back since she has so many excuses for why she can't film things or do things on film because of her brand plus she wants skinny girl a skinny girl product in her shoe Oh, and nobody likes working with her because she's such a monster and her co-stars are tired of her ego and demands. Um, so yeah, the network is inside Bethany's ass. They always protect Bethany. She's always been the highest paid housewife. Like she was getting like a million dollars when nobody was getting that. Like they treat her like a gold egg. Now, why is that? Like, is there, is there a specific reason? Because I feel I could be making this up, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm asking, like, I'm a student and you're the teacher. Okay. I, I think from a Bravo page or something, somebody said she was like the first self-made housewife. Do you think that has something to do with it? I think it's a few things. I think when it comes to like production, she's a sure thing. Mm-hmm. She creates really good seasons. She's a really... She's just, she truly is a professional housewife in a lot of ways. And then, um, you know, as far as like the business part of it goes, like, so there's this clause in reality television when you create a product on the show 
and the shorthand for it which bethany loves to fucking tell this story everywhere she goes but the shorthand for it like in business deals is the bethany clause because at the time nobody had ever built a brand as successful as hers on television and Mm -hmm. bravo didn't know how to deal with that financially because obviously they want a piece of what i mean she's their talent you know right so now if you create a brand like if you create a product on reality television it's likely the network gets a piece of the cut in order for them to air and show all your stuff, you know? And um, they call it the Bethany, the Bethany clause is it's like, well, we have to take a little bit of it. And it's like an incentive for them to film it and for you to put it on the show. Like everybody kind of wins. So I think like her, her presence on that network is just so, and she's all, she had like had like five fucking spinoff shows and mm-hmm. at one point like her her engagement show Bethany's getting married was like the most watched Bravo show in history that's like, so crazy she's just really imprinted herself on Bravo in a way that's like wild and now she's a monster because she's had so much success right you know on that network mm-hmm. <laughs> that they they created a literal monster that's what which is like yeah if you go back and watch the old seasons Bethany is like a completely different you would be shocked. I mean, she was like everybody's like dream best friend because she was so chill and cool and like just such a broad. And, huh. Okay. You know. That's so that's interesting. She I always call um like Lauren Conrad. She's like the swan of MTV, right? Like the golden best goose. Comparison. Best comparison. Yeah. 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 For sure, Lauren. Mm-hmm. But like, let's just give her another show. I know. Let's <laughs> give her another one. um wow this is a blind from 2009 this is also about bethany this is when i graduated high school like what the i cannot believe i've been following these bitches for this long (laughs) it says it seems the new show of form it seems the new show of former real housewife bethany frankel might be stretching the boundaries of what is reality According to Fox, Bethany isn't really engaged to Jason Hoppy, and he really isn't a real estate broker either. In preparation for the start of the show, the skinny, oh God, her show when it first aired was going to be called The Skinny and the City. The Skinny and the City. Um, Bethany got engaged. It was rumored that the season would follow her as she traveled the country, selling her book and making wedding preparations. Of course, if you are going to make preparations to get married, it really helps if you're actually have some someone who it really helps if you actually have someone with whom you are actually getting married it turns out that although jason lives in new york he isn't registered to sell real estate there or in any other state in the country his actual profession medical sales rep slash professional trainer to me that sounds like a guy selling supplements out of the back of his the back seat of his car uh while he tells people they should be working out three times a week to gain the maximum amount of girth from his products. None of this really matters. I'm pretty sure by now that people, that people got the memo and really doesn't, that reality doesn't mean real, blah, blah, blah. He's going to say that reality isn't real. Um, but yeah, Bethany, so Bethany had like a spinoff show called Bethany Getting Married. And at the time, she was the only housewife to ever have a spinoff show that I can mm-hmm. think of. Um, and it was the most watched Bravo show ever. And it was just fucking major. It was just at the time, mind again, mind blowing. Now it would be nothing. It would be like on Wee TV 
it'd be nothing. But at the time it was completely mind-blowing. I'm just so shocked that Bethany has like Bravo in a chokehold. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's like stepping on their necks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, did you ever watch um, any seasons with Carol Radziwill? No, but I know who she is. There's this uh, reunion episode where Carol and Bethany are fighting and Andy sticks up for Bethany because he always does. And Carol goes, oh, are you afraid of her too? I saw, I actually just saw that on t- For You page on TikTok. I swear TikTok just knows. Like <laughs> they must've been reading our texts and they were like, Kelly needs to see this. So I will never say that I'm like a, a true Housewives fan. Mm-hmm. I enjoy watching it, but I, I am not like a Bravo. Sure. You know, other than Salt Lake City, because I started with season one. So that might right. be the one that I can like hold on to, but- they're entertaining and for so long with the housewives watching them and watching them scream at each other, I couldn't do it. Right. But now I feel like I'm in a good enough place mentally where I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah, and that's one of my other favorite, one of the other things that I really like about the old seasons is that they weren't really so much about fighting. Mm. Like the old seasons are more old school reality. My favorite, which is slice of life reality, like it's about people and their families and their weird relationships and their weird relationships with their kids and their weird jobs. Like it's, a, it was almost more docu-series back in the day than it is now, which is like, we show up to dinner, we're all wearing $40,000 Alexander McQueen gowns mm-hmm. and then we fight and then we go home. Like, okay. Y- you know what I mean? Troy, you're convincing me. You're, 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 you might be convincing me. Oh, by the end of this, I'm going to fully, it's my only goal, really, honestly. (laughs) It's like my reason to live right now is to convince you. Like the CW episode, I'm like, you will watch an episode of One Tree Hill. (laughs) 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 Um, This one, let's see, let's skip around to somebody else. Let's go to Luann. Luann looks like my mom. She does. Oh my God, you guys, (laughs) Kelly showed me a picture of her mom. I'll put it in our story so people can like. It's crazy. She literally, what did I say? She looked like she could be your sister or something. Yeah, her cousin, like sister. They look very similar. Yeah, which is like a good compliment because Luann is so pretty. These are from, these are actually kind of recent. These are from 2018. And again, this is like kind of in the category of like, we obviously know that Luann is like drinking. You know, she's not actually sober. Um but this was from 2018. It says this longtime A-list reality star you all know has has been raiding the trust funds of her kids to maintain her standard of living, and that's Luann. And we kind of saw that play out in one of the episodes where she had to admit that she was like pretty much stealing money from her kids. And this one's from a little bit later. It says, "Don't believe the hype. There's no way on earth that this drinking housewife." would ever be fired from the show if stealing from her own kids won't get her fired a little drinking won't um and it says Luan Delaseps and two days after this blind the producers had admitted as such so they like put it into the show that she stole money from her kids um and yeah there's a lot of stuff about her not really being like why would she go to AA if she's still drinking uh yeah the Luan of it all oh my god even just for the Luann of it all. Because you know drinking Luann. Yeah. You don't know darling Luann. Countess Luann. Call me Della Seps. 
in front of the driver. Don't you dare. I mean, a different woman. I know. I I started, like I said, three, three seasons ago, I think. Maybe two. I'm not sure. But I told my friend, I was like, I really like Luann. She's like, you got her on a good season. Oh, my God. She was psychotic. She was out of her mind. Like, they're all so delusional in their own way. True. Yeah, they're all like, they all live in like a fantasy world. But yeah, Luann used to be, she used to think that she was an actual, she was actual royalty. And she called everybody darling and sat with her legs crossed and like, Noelle, elbows off the table, darling. She was like that. And then a few years later, she's getting fucked in bathrooms and falling off porches and doing cocaine and like yeah (laughs) yeah it's really just like you know if you're on reality tv for a long time like the journey is just like crazy to watch yeah I have some if you really want to get super dark I have some Carol Radziwill Jeffrey Epstein blinds (laughs) you know I think we have to do it yeah that's what beyond the blinds is about (laughs) it's not about silly goofy times it's about things like Epstein hang on can I interrupt just really really quick sure was she related to the Kennedys or like best friends with the Kennedys is that the one yeah okay okay I just wanted to yeah she's Carol is a literal princess she's a an American princess She's like royalty. She's really, really, really connected. Um, was her like aunt Jackie O? Yeah. Okay. And actually, let me double check that. Another fun thing about being from Massachusetts, you know way more about the Kennedy family than you ever wanted to know your whole life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you guys we just could like, do a Kennedy's deep dive and I can run that. <laughs> do you guys just get like a whole Kennedy section when you're in school? Basically. And if you grow up Irish Catholic, it's way worse. So. (laughs) Okay. So Radziwill, Carol Radziwill is connected to the Kennedy family through her late husband, Anthony Radziwill, a first cousin of John F. Kennedy Jr. Um, And Carol was best friends with John F. Kennedy Jr. So really weird. This just trended on Twitter. It was like, what was the first news story you remember watching? And mine was them finding JFK Jr.'s plane. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, she was like best, best, best friends with them. Okay. Okay. And um, yeah, it's a big part of her kind of story on the show. Uh, but yeah, okay. let's get dark. Let's get dark. Okay. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliei was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks of 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. I'll ease us in. This is a good, this is a good ease in. <laughs> It says, it's funny to watch the long, long, long time celebrity best friend of the madam slash sex assaulter try and weigh in on the royal family drama. Didn't she once sleep with the pedophile prince? I know she slept with the celebrity's significant other of one of her supposed best friends. So she, it's saying that she fucked JFK Jr., which I'm not surprised by. And yeah, she was friends with Epstein and um what's her name Ghislaine Maxwell yeah Ghislaine Ghislaine is one of Carol was Carol's best friends I do remember once everything started to unravel about Epstein and Ghislaine she kept being dragged into it and like Bravo pages were posting photos of them together Mm -hmm. because I think at one point she was like I don't know who that man is and thank god for fan pages they were like oh you don't is this you like this you (laughs) This is you stumbling out of his home and he's holding you by the tips of your fingers? Huh. Yeah. Um, as one of the recruiters slash sometimes joiner in the madam's close the madam's close friends, look for this very, very recent but now former housewife to be named as a witness or at least interviewed by the FBI about what she knew. This one says, has this reality star who just came out done some awful things for which he should be called out for? Yes. That's Colton Underwood um, all the time. However, this former reality star really should look at her best friend and say a few words. You know, the best friend that is in jail for raping underage girls. There's a lot of them. Wait, how is Colton involved in that? Has or was f- that just like a random one-off? Yeah, I think it was like a random one-off. Okay, Not like okay. A, a re- an authentic connection to Jeffrey. And then this one says, the former housewife turned sex toy salesperson is willing to talk about her sex toys, but not her friendship with the madam slash sexual assaulter. Also, this is very interesting. I don't know if you knew this or not. It was always assumed that this iconic character from television and movies was based on the creator of the character. It turns out it was based on this former housewife just as much. So uh, she is like loosely the inspiration for Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. Oh my God. 
Yeah. Again, these housewives are, they aren't just housewives. They're so integrated into pop culture. Yeah. That's why I think the New York housewives are a little, that's why they're my favorite. Cause they, they've lived lives. Like, you know what I mean? Even if they are just a woman who hasn't maybe necessarily worked in a long time, they've lived. Right. Like, you're the, you're Carrie Bradshaw. Like what? Was she a writer at all? Or was Carrie just like. Yeah. So Carol is a writer. Oh, Carrie and Carrie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like even saying that out loud, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And her life is, I mean, when she was brought onto the show, like her life was very much like Carrie's, very similar. Uh, it was weird to find that out like years later because everybody was like, wow, Carol's, Carol is so much like Carrie Bradshaw. And then it was like, well, turns out she literally is Carrie Bradshaw. Wow. Yeah. Do you think she sat down at her desk and being like, I don't know, today I was with Jeffrey Epstein. Tomorrow, <laughs> maybe I'll be with the FBI. <laughs> I couldn't help but wonder, would I go to jail? <laughs> these are fun let's get over to tinsley i'm excited for tinsley so i'm gonna put it out there i have a huge crush on tinsley oh okay like i don't know what it is about her just like she's so pretty and i just i like the way she carries herself where like she's proper mm-hmm. but also took no shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like i don't know i just i got a little crush on tinsley and i'm just gonna tinsley if you're listening like i love okay. that <laughs> I love Tinsley. I think she's great. Did you ever watch High Society? I didn't, but I've been told to. It's, you would be, it's very, it's a very Kelly It's like Gossip Girl, right? It's the, it's supposed to be the real life Gossip Girl. But no, High Society is, it's supposed to be the real life Gossip Girl. And it was on the CW. I don't know what I was doing. I know. What night was it on? Was I busy? I don't know. Actually, like, I feel like it was a, uh, I remember for some reason it being a Wednesday night gig. I just say Wednesday. Wednesday? It was a Wednesday night thing. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's some random Tinsley Mortimer blinds. I'm going to read one that's going to fucking shock you. You're going to fall back out of your chair. You're going to be like, you don't have a crush on her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great. It says, one girl is not enough for this singer-producer. Diddy. Of course. Don't get me going on Diddy, Troy. <laughs> Very recently, our singer-producer spent some adult time with his protege, Mistress, and this married celebutante. That is Aubrey O'Day and Tinsley Mortimer. What does Aubrey O'Day know? Everything. I want her on the podcast. Uh, She's like listening, I'm sure. (laughs) The celebutante and the mistress just couldn't get enough of each other. So they moved on to one of the singer's condos. The singer-producer joined them after a bit, but didn't stay the night as he had to get home to his kids. I wonder if the video cameras were on or off. Tinsley and Aubrey O'Day. Are and you- this is like, this is prime Aubrey O'Day, right? What year is this? Uh, this one, 2013. Oh no, actually yeah. no, this is, it's a revisit. So it was 2007, so yes. So like Danity Kane, Aubrey O'Day. Yes. How fucking random is that? You know what's crazy? So there was an episode with her and Leah. And I said to my friend, Megan, I'm like, and who I keep bringing up, that's just who I watch The Housewives with. Sure. But I said to her, I'm like, Tinsley and Leah are going to hook up. They made out like the next scene. Yeah. 
I knew. I yeah. knew about Tinsley. Yeah. Maybe that's why I have a crush on Tinsley. Yeah, yeah Tinsley's for Tinsley loves to dip her foot in the lady pond for sure. She loves a moment with the gals. And that's like the mat. Do you remember like the Maxim Aubrey O'Day? Remember like that oh, yes. photo shoot? Oh yes. Oh I do. Joy's oh. <laughs> like, I have it in my phone right now. Oh, I do. I do, I do, I do. Ooh. Um I'm excited to learn more about Tinsley. <laughs> this one says, I know she wants to get back on the show and be a housewife. This is from 2021. So this is recent. I know she wants to get back on the show and be a housewife again, but I don't think she needs to sleep with the guy who has slept with half the cast, if not more. She thinks it would be a good storyline. No, no. Yes. No. Yeah. No. Yep. Tinsley tried to fuck harry dubin to get back on the show which would have been insane what is it about that man i don't well honestly to me harry is just the face of that group because the 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 pond of men that they have to choose from is so small in new york because most of those men want young like arm candy women So the guys that will give them the time of day is very, it's a small pond and they fuck all of them. They all fuck them all and they <gasps> pass them around and they take turns on them and they fight over them. It's crazy. It's like a 70 year old fuck boy. <laughs> it is. It's, it is. It's like James Kennedy, but old. <laughs> But there, instead of it's not about the pasta, it's not about the oatmeal. <laughs> Literally. Um, this one's from 2017, too. It says this former celebrity from a decade ago on the site has reinvented herself as a reality television star on a seemingly never ending franchise. What hasn't changed with her over the past decade is her love of partying and her insane jealousy, which led her most recent boyfriend to run away as fast as he could. And yes, she was having sex with, uh, sorry, and yes, he was having sex with other women, but our reality star is still insanely jealous. 20 to 30 phone calls, including texts, are common with her. That that checks out. That's very Tinsley's vibe. Yeah. Tinsley's where I won't be ignored. Maybe that's also why I like her because I'm the exact same. I send Troy like seven text messages and then I'm like, I won't apologize. <laughs> like that's just me. <laughs> um, this is a really great Bethany and Carol gig. And then I feel like we can move on to Jersey. Okay. Um, so this was something that started off as a blind and then it became mainstream news and Carol actually responded to it on Twitter. So that's fun. It says, um, so Bethany and Carol, Bethany, I think, I, to answer your question earlier, I think like she's responsible for so many of the most iconic moments on the show. And she's been the, the person pushing storylines that are like very memorable. And she had a fight with Carol Radziwill on the show that was like, one of the best friendship breakups to watch happen in the history of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Ripping. Like, it was the whole season, basically. 
So it says, Bethany had been angling for a solo production deal since she returned to Bravo. Bravo wasn't interested because Bethany can't carry a show by herself now. However, spring and summer of 2017, Bethany finally got the go-ahead from Bravo to film Bethany and Frederick, which was like a, a weird spinoff show she did. It became apparent fairly early into the production that Bethany and Frederick weren't getting along. Bethany had pissed Frederick off so royally, he said he'd never work with her again. The husband of Carol's friend, Cassandra, died in May of 2017. He was the CEO of Paramount. Of Paramount. Carol spent much of the summer staying with Cassandra. Bethany kept pushing Carol to get an invitation to hang out with Carol, Cassandra, and Brad's friends and, and contacts who could help Bethany get a production deal. Bethany was getting especially desperate as the Bethany and Frederick production was falling apart. Uh, Carol wouldn't because she thought it was inappropriate. This caused Bethany to flip and Carol didn't quite realize that things weren't going awry until filming began. Carol even put Bethany in touch with the groups of people Bethany would be working with on her charity. Those are Carol's contacts that we see Bethany with on the show. Carol was blindsided. Bethany changed... Carol was blindsided. Bethany's changed attitude to Carol had nothing to do with Tensley, Adam, or even the charity work. It had everything to do with Carol not doing Bethany, not doing everything Bethany thought Carol should do to help Bethany become more famous. And Carol responded to this on Twitter. And she said, wow. And to think I actually appeared on that Frederick show. Producers begged me to do that scene in the eyeglasses store. Damn, had I known it all. So she basically kind of like admitted to that being real. Then, which is really fucked up. That's really, really bad. Wow. Yeah. And that fight was so bad that it ended during, or it ended Carol's time on the show. Like she was a six year housewife. And that fight was so bad that it was her last year. It's so crazy. Cause like, it sounds like in that scenario, Bethany was like the monster kind of, right? Totally. But Carol's also friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Right. So. <laughs> it's like hard, hard so to it's place like, your yes, Right. It's like Bethany, yes, she definitely used her. But like she's also besties with, or Carol's besties with a pedophile. So it's just kind of like. Does it balance out? <laughs> right. It's hard to know where to lean. <laughs> right. Because there's a part of me that wants to be like, fuck Bethany. But then there's the other part of me that's like, well, you know, she has friends with fucking Jeffrey Epstein. And, you right. know, you just. <laughs> right. It's like, uh, eek. obviously, there's been so many New York housewives. And um, I'm sure we will revisit this again one day. But I did want to move on to Jersey because I have some really good Jersey blinds. And what I'll tell you about Jersey before I get started with this is that, so in the beginning, when Jersey first started, it was the only Housewives franchise. And I think it still is, to be honest, aside from like Beverly Hills, maybe. It was the only Housewives franchise that was family. Mm -hmm. And it just hit different. It just hit different. I just found out some of them were like married to each other's brothers, so... Yeah, it's all cousins and aunts and, and, and siblings and, you know, sisters-in-laws. And it's and it, it's very intense. And it's like one of the most intense reality shows I've ever seen because it's all family. And the people who aren't family are basically family, you know? Are you saying family is like fully drama and intense, Troy? <laughs> yes, allegedly. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then you factor in that these people are all a part of the mob. Whether they allegedly, 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 yes. I mean, it's like they are fucking connected. There are people on this show who have family members, and this is like these are their family stories. Like they've told them, family members who have been beheaded and had their heads placed in their yards. Like Godfather shit. I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready. Kelly's eyes rolled back. That was a lot to hear. That was a lot. That was a lot. You went fully pale. I lost you for a full minute. Um, yeah, like this is some really intense shit. Like the goddies are involved with these these families. Like it is some Sammy the Bull shit. And what's so crazy about the goddies, just so we can like, I'm going to pivot. I hope you don't mind if I pivot Not at just all. a little bit. Like these are, she, her father was one of the biggest Italian mob people, right? And like in America from, from the little bit I know. Right. But she was like, we're going to do a show on A&E. Insane. Insane. I say the same thing about the fucking mob wives. That's so true. Like, and, and meanwhile, I'm like, lusting over Carmine Gotti. Oh, weren't we all? The original Polly D. Yeah, invented Polly D. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to start with a blind about a woman named Dina Manzo. Dina was a part of the family that was sort of the center of the show. It says, no one should be surprised that this reality star and her husband are splitting. Why not? Because there was nothing real about their marriage in the first place. He needed a beard and she needed someone with a lot of money to support her. It worked out fine for the first few years. She pretended to be a devoted housewife and he lived across the street with his actual boyfriend. However, as more family lies and tension about sexuality and business and crime and money and loyalty piled on over the years, sustaining the non-relationship became impossible. Interestingly, Interestingly enough, her siblings are being more supportive of him in their split. So much for family. Um, I'm just going to read these in a row. This couple divorced and moved on years ago. So we were really shocked to hear that this reality star's ex-husband took a hit out on her new husband. We're not talking about about financial harm or reputation harm. We're talking about physical harm. Like Tanya Harding hiring somebody to take out Nancy Kerrigan's knee in the 90s. The event, yeah, Jersey is hardcore. The event didn't turn out as as gory as the episode at Sparks Sparks Steakhouse in Manhattan, but it is interesting nonetheless. We're not just talking about the mob-like element to all of this. You see, we happen to know that the marriage of the reality star and ex-husband was a fugazi, a fake. reality Reality needed money, he needed a beard, so reality's sister, Caroline Manzo, set them up and got, then they got married. Reality did the reality TV thing, but you never saw the husband on the show, which is true. We never, ever, not once. She's a huge part of the franchise. We never saw her husband, and it's about their their house, their homes. We never saw the, her husband, who was supposed to oh be living there. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, we never saw her husband on the show, and that's because he lived across the street with his boyfriend. Reality and husband eventually divorced. Reality married some other guy. What makes this crime fascinating uh this is not a case of jilted lovers seeking revenge since the former marriage was fake anyway why would ex-husband feel the need to declare war against her new husband 
given that the ex-husband's sexual preferences were supposed to be a big dark family secret, we can't wait to see the attorneys go to the mat to the mattresses during the tr- during this trial. What does that mean, going to the mattresses? Does it mean they keep their money in a mattress rather than in a oh, bank? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you thought. I think you're right. <laughs> now that would make good reality TV. Um, I'm just ripping open mattresses, being like thousands of dollars. <laughs> No, but like legit, this is, these are the kind of people that you would be like, oh, you have a million dollars in a mattress. That is so insane. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm nervous to talk about them. (laughs) Aaron Carter now, all over again. Honestly, their shit's so public now that, because they've had, like, people have been taught, like, they've had to answer that question. Like, are you connected to the mob? Do you have mob ties? Even in season one. And they would all be like, we don't have connections to the mob. We promise. Our dad was just murdered and his head was placed on our porch. We're not connected, mom. It <laughs> happens every day. Yeah, that's normal. <laughs> wow. And, and you may have this like further along, but Teresa's husband, I know he got deported. Did he have mob connections? Um, I do think that I have a- Allegedly? <laughs> I'm well, so scared of the mob. Like there's no real reason for me to- to be afraid of the mob but like (laughs) (laughs) like am I afraid of spiders no snakes no the mob absolutely you're somebody's guma uh um I see I don't know if Joe had like actual mob connections but he's a criminal obviously he Mm. went to literally went to prison but he's he's a crook you know what I mean like they're all crooks too they all have these really lavish lifestyles and it's all the stolen money it's Mm -hmm. it's exactly like the sopranos it's literally exactly like it actually i'll read a this is so melissa gorga and joe gorga they are joe is Teresa's brother right yes and then melissa's her sister-in-law um so a couple years beautiful melissa's beautiful oh she's so beautiful like stunning and I'm very sexually attracted to Joe Gorka and anybody who has a problem with that can DM me what about Big Frank (laughs) I'm not his neighbor (laughs) this is a blind about the the Gorka family it says he took out a million in loans from a mob fronted loan company I wrote this week about the wannabe mobster slash reality star who should be watching his back Apparently there is even more. He took out a million in out a million in loans from a mob-fronted loan company to open an eating establishment and never paid them back when it went belly up. But yeah, so they opened up a pizza place on the show a few years ago and like it just disappeared and nobody ever like heard from it again. And yeah, Joe took out money and like a storyline on the show for many years has been that like the Gorgas steal money from people. Like they'll do business deals and not pay people or they'll say like, let's go half on something. Yeah. And then they just disappear and like not pay it. So yeah, he took out like a million dollars as a loan from some fucking CD mob company, fake loan company and just thought he wouldn't have to pay it back. Like that's all that, that's where all that Bravo money's going. Totally. And this they, is so crazy. I had no idea New Jersey was like mob tie central. Oh my God. It's the Sopranos. It is literally being in Tony Soprano's house during like a family day. Wow. Um, 
And obviously, I know that you know who Daniel Staub is. Yes, yes. Okay. I saw her in the Erica Jane documentary. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, so this is the really funny thing. Okay, I, this is the true tea. And if you wanted the Bravo, the, the Andy Cohen tea, I'm going to give it to you. So Daniel Staub is a crook. She's a criminal. She's a thief. She's, she's had 20 million names. She's lived this crazy life. Most of it when she was younger, but like Daniel Saab is really that woman. She's the woman who, you know, she's like, she's like the wife in Goodfellas. Like she's the woman who like in the eighties was flushing coke down the toilet because the, the FBI was like over their house with a, a helicopter. Like that's Jersey. And when she came on the show, I guess maybe because the, the cast thought like a way to deflect our mob ties would be to just obsess over this woman and mm-hmm. be like, we don't feel safe around her. We don't, you know, she is, she's was a prostitute and all this stuff. And we don't feel safe around a woman who has sex for money and blah, blah, blah. Mind you, they're, they are a current mob family. And back in the day, like we weren't savvy enough to understand or know, but we just saw like, they look like a mob family. They act like a mob family. And they were always hating on Danielle because she's so unsafe and, you know, so unsavory or whatever. Like Dina being one of the main people doing it while her fucking husband's putting out hits on people and shit, right? So, and this is just happening on TV. Like, what the fuck? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna steal a line from you right now. Okay, okay. What? the fuck (laughs) it's crazy jersey is no this is why men love jersey by the way jersey was always the city like that guys would watch it's because it's the sopranos masked as a housewife show i am so like shook to my core i'm like (laughs) i have to go make sure my door's locked (laughs) a man just walked in and put a bag over kelly's head and i'm not sure what to do now don't worry, uh, it was just Gail. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, you know, they all tried to pin it on her. Like, she's so unsafe. She's so dangerous, whatever. And Danielle has recently come forward about, like, the way that the network treated her, specifically Andy Cohen. Basically, that, like, they were like, you're, you are going to be the villain no matter what. Like, sorry, girl. And Andy sort of purposely, in, like, a Hugh Hefnery kind of way, he purposely like helped pit them against each other because it was so good for the show. Mm -hmm. So he would do things like make it seem like he favored her over the other women to make them jealous or vice versa with them for her to make her jealous. Um, Just like really shady, weird things. And she did a podcast episode about a year ago where for an hour she exposed Everything that she's ever thought about Andy Cohen, everything she's seen, everything he said, everything he's done. I'm excited. I don't like Andy. I'm excited. I don't like him either. Um, <laughs> this is just a little, a little snippet. It says this former housewife pretty much confirmed everything I've been telling you for years about the late night talk show host and his drug use and other activities. He is a hypocrite for sure when it comes to her. And by other activities, she's talking about him sleeping with young guys, going on like, you know, yacht trips with like David Geffen and having 15 twinky boys running around. Andy loves like, allegedly, Andy loves like young guys. 
Everything from here on out is allegedly. Right. <laughs> As I've just screamed mob 30 times into the microphone. <laughs> um but yeah, so like that is also like a really crazy element because as a culture, like we fucking tormented Daniel Staub. And she's a terrible person, by the way. Like she's awful. But like we were like, no, she's a slut. She's had sex for money. She's disgusting. She was a prostitute. She's a whore. And we jumped right on the bandwagon with the rest of the gals as they're all connected in the same exact way. How long was she on the show, Danielle? Um, she was technically on the show t- in her first round. She was on two years. Okay. And her impact was so, I mean, she made some of the greatest reality television moments in history, like ever. She's just such a polarizing, wild, crazy woman. Mm-hmm. And in 2010, she made a deal with Hustler and tried to release a sex tape that she claimed was stolen, which I love. Okay, Pam Anderson. (laughs) Like it even, it had like a release date and everything. This blind says, tomorrow is the day that Daniel Saab's sex tape gets released. And for all of you, for educational purposes, I flipped through all of the preview photos that Hustler provided on their website. I may never be the same. One thing (laughs) Hustler didn't show is the guy involved in all of this. You just see little bits and pieces of him. And honestly, the guy looks like he could be young and in shape. Maybe she hired him just for this. This is entirely Danielle's doing, by the way. She holds the camera in many of the pictures. And she's also filming herself in mirrors. She knows exactly what she's doing and what's, and she knows exactly what's going on. One thing Daniel, that Daniel forgot is that porn stars wear uh, a lot of makeup while they're on camera, just like regular actors. Danielle didn't, but in her defense, I think this shows that a woman, this is so shady and mean. See, this is how we used to treat Danielle Staub. A woman in her late 70s, early 80s can still sell a sex tape. She's like 40. <laughs> <laughs> and then it says, last night, Real Housewives Daniel Staub was on Andy Cohen's show. He is the guy, this is from 2010, so the blind needed to explain who Andy Cohen is which is like weird. Uh, he is the guy in charge of programming at Bravo. So he gave, he gave himself his own show. It is actually not a horrible show. I mean, sure, it could be a train wreck and it's just one big Bravo love fest, but it isn't like he puts on people with really bad songs who are trying to fool the world into thinking that they are a lesbian just to sell sex tapes, right? Well, last night that all changed. This is iconic. <laughs> Danielle sang her new song with Lori Michaels, who is out of the closet. Danielle then looked all googly-eyed at Lori, and when Andy asked if Lori was her girlfriend, Danielle did not say anything. She did say that no one is buying her sex tape. She blames it on the fact that she had her new breast surgery at that point. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, that's the reason. Danielle Saab is out of her fucking mind. Like I said, I remember when she was on the Erica Jane documentary, everyone was like, why is Danielle Staub on this? Yeah. It's like, it, she doesn't even, she literally has never met her. <laughs> There's a part of me, I've never, like I said, never seen New, New Jersey or anything, but like, I kind of love whoever this Danielle is. <laughs> You'll, she will change your being, your life, your future, your past. She is literally the most, she was on the show for two years and she's still the most talked about, one of the most talked about housewives in history. 
He's the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. 1000%. Absolutely. That's crazy. This one in 2019 says the reunion of one of the franchises of a reality show told you what I've been writing and revealing for years that this longtime member of the franchise earns money by sleeping with men. That's also Danielle. <laughs> she's just, uh, she's like nothing that you've ever experienced, but she's great television. Another long standing rumor on the show that used to rear its ugly head all the time, but it doesn't really as much anymore was this rumor that Melissa was a stripper (laughs) and Teresa was the one that sort of put the rumor out there and that's her sister-in-law yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and they have one of the the they have the longest running feud in the history of the show that's crazy yeah they fucking hate each other because the thing the difference with Bravo and other networks is that Bravo is so middling and conniving they get in your family in your life and in your business in a really intense way so they brought melissa on the show knowing that she was having family issues with Teresa and joe oh so good they interviewed all these people that told them all this stuff about them and they centered the show around them and brought them on the show without telling Teresa that they were coming on her show so all of a sudden, her sister-in-law and her brother, who she's not getting along with, are on her TV show. Like, Bravo is fucking nuts. That's so dark in general, like, so diabolical. <laughs> I know. Like, Andy. if I didn't get along with a family member, then all of a sudden, they're on my show. hmm And that's happened to Teresa twice. They also brought on her cousin and her cousin's family, and her and her cousin weren't getting along. And they brought, they said, they told Teresa that they were going to bring her cousin on to be like somebody to back her up. But then her cousin came on the show and chose Melissa and Joe. So her whole family, including her parents and her kids and her husband are on this show. Just all of their dirty laundry airing out for a decade. Who is Frank related to? Frank Catania? Yeah. Uh, Frank is, so Dolores is a housewife. Mm-hmm. She's, um, she's best friends with Teresa. They grew up together. Okay. Okay. So they've known each other since high school and Frank is Dolores's ex-husband, but they have like an old school Italian relationship where he like lives in her home still, even though they're divorced. Okay. Cause their son's super hot. That's all I was going to say. Oh yes. He's like, he's, he's all, he's of age. He's yes. old enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think he's a fresh 19 and yeah. And he has nine abs and we're going to do a rotted episode on me. Next. <laughs> a whole list of blinds about Kelly's obsession with Frank, with Frank, La Frankie. <laughs> uh, this is from I'll, I'll end it with this. We'll revisit the housewives again one day. But this is from December of 2011. I'll end it with Melissa's stripper journey. 2011. It says, when Real Housewife Melissa Gorga used to work at a strip club, she insists she never actually stripped, but worked as a bartender. You know, women always say that on reality TV. Well, actually, barmaid is what it says in her affidavit. <laughs> I don't know 
I didn't know they had barmaids. That sounds kind of weird. Like some old woman who brings you beer and whiskey chasers and then goes home to her cats. Anyway, one of the employees of the strip club said that Melissa was a stripper. So Melissa went out, out, went out and got a bunch of evidence that proves her claims that she did not, that she did work at the strip club, but did not actually strip. She saw strippers and watched strippers, but she did not strip at the strip club. Oh, and according to her lawyer, if anyone says that Melissa stripped while she worked at the strip club or calls Melissa a stripper or that she did anything other than work as a barmaid at the strip club while strippers performed at the strip club, <laughs> then she will sue you. <laughs> um, she will sue you, the end. The end. Um, and then a bunch of years later, it says, much like what happened a decade ago when this show cable channel bought some bought pictures of an east coast housewife naked in a strip club the same thing happened this past year when pictures were offered for sale of a west coast housewife naked in a strip club um and that was melissa and erica jane had stripper pictures that the network bought the pic the pictures to like exploit their talent i guess can i just say one thing about like stripping strippers even sex workers whatever Mm-hmm. If I could dance and look hot, I would be a stripper in a second. And I understand like strippers do not get treated super well. Mm-hmm. But if I could do it, I would. Kelly, I've made the joke many times and people think it's a joke, but it's not. If I were a woman with a beautiful body, my whole body would be wrecked. Yeah. Wrecked from from just using it to make money. <laughs> like, so I I'm just, sorry. I don't want anyone to think that Troy and I are tra- trying to talk no. shit about strippers because Mm-mm. if I could dance, it would be over for everybody. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would literally be, it'd be, yeah, it'd be over with. Like, if I could use my body to make a living, are you kidding? Because I have no qualms about that at all. Like, at all i'm like you should tax you should tax prostitution and make the roads better but we'll get into that a different (laughs) (laughs) um no i learned so much honestly just listening to you like i said i knew like a decent amount of new york housewives but just the fact that new jersey is literally the mob scary scary was that okay? Was that was I just like was that just like a mumbling no. mess? Okay. No, I don't think so. Like I said, I actually learned right. a lot. Cool. Yeah. Because because like I said, I follow all these pages, right? And I mm-hmm. understand I get New York, I get Beverly Hills to a point because they're always in the media. Right. But I had first of all, until recently I had no idea anybody was related on New Jersey. Yeah. And the fact that their dad's head was on their deck, you said? In their yard. Casual. Yeah. And that was Teresa, Teresa's dad? The Manzos. Caroline Manzo, Dina Manzo. Okay, okay. Albine. So like, yeah. Just like normal things. Yeah. It's, yes. The show is very, very, very glossy now. It's very... You know, like I said, we show up to lunch, we throw 
salad at each other and then we go home we show up to cupcakes we fight we go home we show up to drinks we fight we go home mm-hmm. it's very glossy everybody is glam hair and makeup the reason the real reason that you should go back and watch the old seasons is because it was a real gritty mm-hmm. raw fucking hardcore reality show like there are moments where you're like you know those moments on reality tv when the handheld camera is going because the guy is being fucking knocked around the boom mic's in there somehow the boom mic is showing you know you see producers having shit thrown at them like old jersey is like because the men are also really heavily involved the husbands these like old school italian criminal men Uh, just imagine a real house i show with a bunch of tony sopranos a bunch of them a bunch of wise guys you know how you were so shocked during the Kaler episode (laughs) yeah that's me right now (laughs) I'm glad that you I'm glad that I I hope that I at least tempted you you definitely did I mean I'm scared I'm scared (laughs) of the mob now when we hang out we'll get drunk and watch housewives okay Guys, like, Troy and I have never met each other in person. We've never hung out, if you can believe, but the chemistry it, It's going to happen soon, sooner rather than later. Oh, it'll totally happen. And I'm excited. I don't, I mean, you know, we'll, again, like we'll do other cities. We'll do other franchises. I'm, you know, there's obviously women from both of these franchises that we miss just because there's so many. So we'll do more. And let us know what cities you want Troy to cover and him to teach me about yeah yeah totally yeah we'll do a poll to see like you know next time we do a house i see we'll put up a poll to see which one you want to hear about mm-hmm. well thank you for for diving into that i can't believe you found blinds from 2009 <laughs> psychotic you're very welcome i'm it was my pleasure well guys don't be rotted don't be rotted at least not to the core you could be surface level rotted but if it's just a bruise don't be rotted to the core Nobody wants to be brought into the court. Also, if you don't hear from us next week, it's because the mob put a hit on us. Since I got us killed. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.